President Trump sent a Rosh Hashanah message to Jewish voters. Now, most politicians, what do they do? They put out some generic cookie-cutter, cutesy message wishing everybody a sweet new year. But not Trump. No, Trump actually took the opportunity to slam liberal Jews, the majority of Jewish voters. Obviously, the from community is highly supportive of Trump and conservatives. But uh, Trump slammed the majority of Jews who are liberal Democrats, woke Democrats, and they voted against him and who they think of MAGA as a disease. Trump says they voted to destroy the United States and Israel. And he's 100 percent right. And Trump, he's just baffled. He just like can't figure out why would most Jews vote against him and not support him, despite his incredible, incredible record supporting Jews, supporting Israel. So we will tell you about that special Rosh Hashanah message coming up. The military has lost a jet, an F-35 jet, and they want our help in locating this jet, the missing jet. You cannot make this stuff up. The military, they lose a massive jet. I mean, you literally, like another Babylon B headline, only it's not a Babylon B headline, it's an actual headline. The military is asking the public for help locating a missing aircraft. Anyone with the sight who cites the jet should please call their hotline. L- literally, picture the Babylon B headline. Military loses large, expensive fighter jet in North Carolina. If anyone sees it, please call the military and tell them where their missing jet is. I mean, like, guys, this dog, we can't find the dog anywhere. No, it's actually a jet plane. Here's the irony, though, is that this, as this is happening, you got Kevin McCarthy literally upset at conservatives this week because they don't want to, they refuse to vote in favor of a defense spending bill because it's a huge waste of money. It includes funding for Ukraine. And they're like, enough is enough. We just cannot keep this spending, uh, this out of control spending addiction. So uh, the the, the conservatives say we got to stop spending so much money on defense. And it's like McCarthy is like, what do you mean? Conservatives, we're Republicans. This is the one thing that we actually support spending on is defense. This is not some social program. And the military at this point, it's become such an embarrassment, as I keep saying one story after the next, that I don't blame the Republicans at all for saying, listen, we got to cut spending across the board, including defense, including the military. The military last year, remember they lost track of $2 trillion. They literally cannot account for $2 trillion in defense spending. $2 trillion, that's like the larger than the budget of almost any country on the planet. And they just lost it. They lose a jet. They lost the $2 trillion. They still have not located that money or reported, well, where did that money go? So it's like I say, you know what? At the very least, here's the stipulation. You want us to give you, send you another trillion dollars? First, you got to find the two trillion dollars that's missing. Tell us how you spend that money before you expect us to send you another trillion. So this expensive F-35 jet lost somewhere in South Carolina. What happened was there was a training mission. And this is not just any jet. This aircraft, the entire aircraft, just not this, this one plane cost millions and millions of dollars. You know, probably tens of millions of dollars. But this entire, like, program, the F-35, um, program. I'll tell you more about that shortly. It costs $1.7 trillion in total. And this Marine Corps pilot was flying. This is one of the most, the country's most expensive fighters near Charleston. And uh, an unknown problem, there was a mishap that occurred mid-flight and he ejected the plane, taken to the hospital, stable condition. The F-35 Lightning II Joint Strike Fighter Program is the DOD's most expensive weapon system program. Officials estimate it costs about $1.7 trillion to buy, operate, and sustain the aircraft and systems over its lifetime. Um, and the F-35 could travel hundreds of miles without a pilot. You cannot make this stuff up. And, and it's like, hey, send us more money. I mean, we're a colossal, imba- I'm embarrassed. I am embarrassed 
to like 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 when I go out of the country, which I don't do, but if I would go out of the country, I would speak Swedish. Okay, I'd learn Swedish or speak in a Swedish accent so that people wouldn't laugh at me and snicker and say, "Oh, that's the American guy. That's the guy with the president who." can't get up a flight of stairs and they lose a jet and China has a big balloon in the air, which people can literally spot and take pictures of. And they're spying on us using the balloon and laughing at us, telling us that we're spying on you. Ha ha ha. And well, why can't you shoot it down? No, we can't shoot it down. Well, why can't you shoot it down? Because we don't want to offend China. We would not want to. I mean, what what did somebody tell me? A caller told me that uh, the other day Biden actually said, you know, they were at the G20 summit and Biden said, we don't want to do anything to harm China's economy. You don't want to harm China's economy. We wouldn't want to interfere with China's economic prosperity. That's all I want to do is harm China's economy. How could Biden say that? And and, and then, of course, they hack in to the email uh, account of what the Commerce Secretary and then she You know, she confronted them. She wasn't shy. She didn't let them get away with it. She said, you can't do this. And they said, well, we didn't do it. And she said, oh, okay then. And they said, well, maybe we did do it. But if we did, it was a mistake. We uh, we accidentally hacked into your email. Well, then. Well, but don't let it happen again. Welcome to the Yaakovem Show on VIN News, Yeshiva International, Nucky Radio, other podcasting platforms. Send us an email, josh at vinnews.com, josh at vinnews.com. Hunter Biden is going to get indicted. This is unbelievable. On one felony, charge of lying on his gun application. This lowlife, this lowlife artist, this very, very uh, exquisite artist, Hunter Biden, who's a degenerate, one of the most corrupt people on the planet. And this is the best they can do. I mean, this man is guilty of, you know, foreign lobbying violations, bribery, who knows what else. So incredibly corrupt. Tax fraud, tax evasion. By the way, Hunter Biden suing the IRS. We're going to get to that. Suing the IRS. He's upset that they're actually exposing how corrupt he is and how he cheated on his taxes to the tune of millions of dollars. And uh, anyway, Hunter getting indicted on lying about uh, his cocaine use on a gun application. This is really the best we can do. All right. So another humiliating blunder for President Biden. But here's why this one is different. A lot of times, by the way, I don't even report on the blunders because I don't want to sit here. I don't want to like stoop lower ourselves to that level where we're just making fun of a very sad situation, I would say, by the way. It's as somebody called it elder abuse, what they're doing to poor Biden, because they should let him just, you know, walk off into the sunset and retire with with a little bit of graciousness that he possibly has left, which he probably never did. But a humiliating blunder for him. This is different because this actually exposes his vicious racism. Biden, make no mistake, is a vicious racist. He has been for many years. And a lot of his blunders now, this is what's happening, is they're exposing his true self. What he's doing is, because he's not hiding who he is, he's kind of like, what's happening is, he's not able to focus on uh, being a phony and being a fake. So his true self is coming out in a lot of these clips that we call blunders. So listen to this clip. We not only recovered all the jobs we lost during the pandemic, we've added millions more. We've seen record lows in unemployment, particularly, and I've focused on this my whole career, particularly for African-Americans and Hispanic workers and veterans, you know, workers without high school diplomas, the lowest unemployment rate in 70 years for women now. The workers without high school. So the way he said it is, and now they're claiming, of course, the White House that it's not how the speech was written. But I think that makes it worse. That actually makes it worse because it means that this is what Biden was actually going through his brain. You know, whatever is kind of left up there. Sorry. But he, he was talking about uh, African-American workers and Hispanic workers. 
and said, you know, the workers without high school diplomas. So what he's saying is African-Americans and Hispanics do not have high school diplomas. So that's what's happening is Biden. And that and that's what he believes. He literally is a he's not the kind of racist who like uh, uses the N word. He's the kind of racist who believes that blacks are inferior and that blacks and Hispanics are not educated and not intelligent. Right? Remember when he said that uh, poor kids are just as smart as white kids. He literally said that on, uh, on the campaign trail 2020. We've played you a clip before. Poor kids are just as smart and just as talented as white kids. Okay, so what does that tell you? The man is a racist. He's a racist deep inside his bones. He just looks down. He's just so condescending. He really looks down on blacks and Hispanics and believes they're inferior. For many years, he's managed to hide most of these beliefs. But now, like I said, you know, because of the cognitive issues, it's it's all coming out. So uh, according to the transcript, the White House transcript, they say he was supposed to use the word and it was supposed to be African-Americans, Hispanic, talking about record unemployment, you know, record low unemployment levels for African-Americans, Hispanic workers and veterans uh, from those without high school diplomas. So it's supposed to be like and people without high school diplomas, not oh African-Americans and Hispanics, you know, people without high school diplomas. But what does that tell you? That he actually went off script. He went off script instead of saying the non-racist way, assuming that this is the actual, that the White House is telling the truth. He actually went off script and said, and, and it came out clearly in, in, in a racist way, which is what, like I said, he believes, which is, oh, Hispanics and blacks, you know, the people without high school diplomas, because that's actually how he looks at the world. By the way, Biden has once again been exposed for plagiarism. And we know this, that he's a he's a serial plagiarist. Biden has been caught plagiarizing, lying about his record and plagiarizing many, many times. In two, the other, a few weeks ago, he was in Maui. I'll tell you, the, the most recent one, actually, uh, is that something that happened a number of years ago, but it just came out now. But a few weeks ago, he was in Maui in Hawaii. And, of course, they had those horrific, tragic, unspeakable wildfires. And he talked about a kitchen fire. He was trying to, like, empathize with people who just literally lost everything and, and are lucky to be alive. And he said, well, he had a kitchen fire in his home. And by the way, it happened in 2004. The firefighters put it out in 20 minutes. He claimed that he almost lost his wife, his Corvette, and his cat. And he was talking, like I said, to survivors of the Maui fire, this horrific, horrific, unspeakable fire. And uh, he was chastised by Hawaiian rental business with a sign saying, sorry, that he almost lost his Corvette with an accompanying Facebook post. Well, saying, hey, it's not always about you. But he literally, he just makes up any storyline. He talked about being at ground zero the day after 9-11. That was a lie. And he, this is what he just does, is, again, exposing his true self, which is somebody who just is a pathological liar. So there's an accusation. Now, he dropped out. In 1988, he dropped out of the presidential race because he lied about his background. He lied about his law school record. He he, he actually stole. He plagiarized other politicians he was plagiarized in law school. That was exposed in 1988. So this man, I mean, it goes back decades. His plagiarism, his lying, his corruption. Now he gets rewarded by becoming president because, like, he was the last man standing. So there's a new accusation of plagiarism. Uh, Biden plagiarized part of an article he sent to the Harvard Journal on legislation when he was a senator. Okay. Uh, what happened was a student was supposed to check the citation on the article, caught the, plagiar caught the plagiarism. This is Roger Severino. So in other words... He actually plagiarized Biden. He sent an article to this Harvard Journal, plagiarized part of the article. It was caught. It was caught by a student who's now, by the way, the vice president of the Heritage Foundation. And Severino now actually uh, told Fox News um, that he discovered multiple instances of plagiarism. Now, Severino said he pointed it out to the editors of this Harvard Journal. He expected them to 
you know, just to, 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 to pull the whole thing. He expected them to shut down this article. And instead, the editor added citations and pretended that the whole thing never happened. He expected the piece to get rejected for plagiarism. But no, no problem. Senator Biden actually plagiarized someone else's article. Uh, zero integrity. The Harvard Journal said, all right, well, we'll just kind of just whitewash that. We'll just remove that part or fix it up somehow and just pretend this never happened. All right, so the IRS promised, Biden promised that the IRS would not go after, remember, they're uh, increasing the IRS employee workforce by a, a massive number. They're, 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 they're adding 87,000 new IRS employees because they want to audit all of us and they want to force us to pay extra in taxes. And they promised that they wouldn't go after people earning less than $40,000 a year. They're only targeting the rich, as though they need 87,000 IRS employees just to audit rich people. But, of course, it turns out that was a lie. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration, he says the IRS is not going to limit uh, the the audits. It is now doing increased audits. It's not going to limit it to people only earning over $400,000 a year. It's going to expand audits for everybody. So, uh, again, they literally just lied. Now, what are you going to do? Oh, but you lied. You told us it would be only. Remember, that's how they got this thing passed, right? The Inflation Reduction Act, which increased inflation, right? So the part of that is increasing uh, the, the, the IRS workforce, 87,000 new employees so that they can audit all of us. And of course, they're going to target the middle class because there's so many that that becomes a huge income stream. It's it, and not it's not that much per person, but it's a huge revenue stream. And that's what they want to do. They want to take take every squeeze, every bit of taxpayer dollars that they can out of us because of redistribution of wealth. And, and Kevin McCarthy, of course, could have shut this down when, when he increased the debt ceiling, but he caved in and did not do it. Grover Norquist, Norquist, president of Americans for Tax Reform, said, quote, Biden's $400,000 audit promise is not credible, as taxpayers suspected all along. The Biden administration made the promise because it was desperate to impose a dramatic increase in the size and power of the IRS. Of course, that's what they do. They want to increase the IRS because that's what Democrats do. That's what the government does. And evidently, Republicans are complicit. Let's be honest. So uh, what do they do? They're not going to tell us, yeah, we're coming after your money. We're going to come after everybody. You're making $50,000, $60,000. You can barely afford to fill up your tank of gas, barely afford a, a loaf of bread at this point. Well, we're going to come after you. They're not going to say that. They say, no, we're just going after Buffett. We're just going after Elon Musk. No, no, no. We just want to get the fair share from the rich people. And then they, of course, they allocate the money. They increase the IRS, boost the workforce by 87,000 employees because it takes 87,000 employees to audit Musk and Buffett. And a few, you know, a few other millionaires. I understand there's a lot of millionaires, but not that many. Not not eighty seven thousand, and uh, you know, making four hundred thousand dollars a year. And and even if there are, you don't need one audit per employee. You get my point. So uh, they're not going to say that. They're going to lie and say, no, no, don't worry, we're only targeting the rich. And then, oh well, actually, we're targeting everybody. Sorry about that. All right, there's been a massive surge of illegals at the border, as we know. But here's what's new about this: is there's a massive surge of illegals specifically coming from China. So this is terrifying. The much, much, much higher number than in past years. CBP, uh, Customs Border Patrol agents, have recorded an 800% increase in illegal aliens coming from China crossing the U.S.-Mexico border. Um, so that that's astonishing. Here, listen to this. Uh, in the last fiscal year between October 2022 and July 2023, there were 17,700 illegal alien encounters with Chinese nationals. Compare that the previous year was 1,970 for the entire year. This is just nine months out of the fiscal year 2023. 17,700, that's like what, almost 10%, uh, I'm sorry, almost 10 times. That's almost 10 times as many, an 800% um, surge compared to 2022. And what's going on here? These, the, the Chinese are invading our country, and Biden is giving them 
the ability to do it without anybody noticing. And they do a lot. They're, they become, they're, they're spying. They are spying. They're, they, they find these people wandering, um, mistakenly wandering. Because it's always a mistake. They mistakenly hack into top-level officials' email accounts. They mistakenly wander onto, like, literally, you know, military sites. Like, these high-level secret classified military sites. you got China. They're spying on us. With a, this is not, like, a joke. I know we kind of, you, you know, bring out the irony and the satire of this and talk about Babylon B stuff. This is terrifying. China, right now, they have get, been given a gift handed to them on a silver platter that Biden, whether it's intentional, because I believe that there are probably some high-level people in government who are complicit with China, the same people who, by the way, you know, covered up the COVID lab leak, uh, you know, but whether it's even just pure negligence, but you have the president of the United States totally asleep at the wheel and has zero. He doesn't even know. Couldn't find China on a map. And he's talking about strengthening China, the Chinese economy, which is insane. And China sees an opportunity. If you were China right now. Right. And you want to literally take over the world and you're patient. They don't want to do it tomorrow. They don't want to wage war. They're not Putin. They'll wait 10, 15, 20 years, but it's happening, okay? This is what's happening is the game plan, the strategy is playing out. And it's like, let's gather as much intel and as many secrets as we can about the United States. We have four years of nobody watching, you know, that literally the, 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 the watchtower is empty. We have four years of just free reign, carte blanche, uh, spy balloons and uh, hacking and sending Chinese across the border and just sending thousands and thousands of spies, and nobody's doing a thing about it because they they can just ignore it. They're, they're, they're China. The only one who cares about China is Trump. He's the only one who's been screaming about it for all these years. It's very scary. All right, uh, bombshell testimony from a whistleblower in Congress. This is a paid CIA analyst. Uh, sorry, the CIA paid analyst. The CIA literally paid its analysts to change their position about whether COVID leaked out of a lab. This is literally a whistleblower uh, this is th- this is being um, revealed by members of Congress who were at, there on this committee when a whistleblower testified that the CIA attempted to offer financial incentives to analysts if they would agree to suppress their findings that suggested that COVID may have leaked out of the Wuhan lab. This is a senior level CIA officer who's the whistleblower. He revealed that the CIA made efforts to provide. Now, I don't know if they succeeded or not. The CIA eventually is one of the agencies that did come out and announce that uh, it likely leaked from a lab. But the agency made efforts to literally bribe six analysts. This is part, the, These analysts were part of the COVID discovery team to change their, their position was, hey, this thing leaked out of a lab, and they wanted them to alter their position and say, no, the virus actually came from a bat. This uh, It's unbelievable. The testimony was revealed by House Republicans. According to the whistleblower, six out of the seven team members concluded one team member, who was the team lead, he said, well, it, it came from a bat. It came from what they call zoonosis. It came from an animal transmitted to a human, which the, the whole theory, as we've pointed out many times, has been basically debunked. It makes no sense. They used to make fun of it. It was a conspiracy theory. Trump believed it. And then essentially Fauci and others came as far as they could. They'll never come out right and admit that it was a lab leak, especially since since Fauci was the one who funded gain-of-function research. So he's the one who's culpable. But they've 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 said it kind of as much as they could without actually coming out and saying it. So either way, six out of the seven, that was their conclusion and um, they were paid or offered money by the CIA to change their position, to literally they were offered substantial monetary incentive to change their stance. Unbelievable. Um, the Biden administration is considering a new migrant policy, new policy for illegals remain in Texas, not Mexico, not remain in Mexico like Trump, remain in Texas. The Biden administration, of course, we know what's going on in New York, New York City, Eric Adams. I mean, that whole place is imploding. This is the the biggest crisis to hit New York City in decades, maybe ever. 
And the Biden administration now wants to basically run interference, run cover for New York, Baltimore, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, all these all these cities, these Democrat sanctuary cities. So they want Biden wants to actually force illegals to not leave Texas. Now, why would that be, by the way? You know, of course, we know why, because they want to prevent New York City from turning into an even bigger cesspool of migrants, of illegals. But the official reason, the official reason being given by given by the Biden administration is they want to facilitate deportations of refugees if their asylum claims are rejected. It's unbelievable. So suddenly they care. You got to love this. Suddenly they care about, well, we want to be able to deport these people. You don't want to deport anybody. You're allowing millions and millions of illegals to come across the border, and you're not deporting any of them. You're not deporting. They're, they're repeat criminals. who are They're illegals, and then they, re, then they commit crime after crime. They're in custody. They get released. You, you don't deport those people. But suddenly they want to be able to facilitate deportation. So, hey, let's leave them in Texas because that way it'll be closer when we want to send them to Mexico. Uh, I mean, uh, it's unbelievable. So what's going to end up happening? And of course, we know that's not the real reason. But of course, there's going to be these illegals just piling up in Texas if they actually go through with this plan. Remain in Texas. Trump gives you remain in Mexico. Biden reverses that, then gives you remain in Texas. And, And there's going to be a single American citizen who can actually bring himself to vote for Biden? How, how how could anybody? How could anybody vote for Biden? Uh, um, well, but but Trump Trump has mean tweets. Trump tweets these nasty things to people. So of course I have to vote for Biden. All right, government shutdown. That's the big buzz. Of course, we're at that time of year again where they need where government funding is going to run out at the end of September. By October first, the government is set to shut down if they can't pass. This what this omnibus package, if they can't pass this massive, massive budget, a multi, uh, you know, multi trillion dollar budget, trillions and trillions of dollars. And the conservatives are saying no. And probably what's going to end up happening, as always ends up happening, is that McCarthy and the moderate Republicans are going to um, you, know, you join up with the Democrats and the conservatives are going to be left out in the cold. And they're going to pass trillions of dollars in spending. But then, you know, conservatives, Matt Gates and MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, other conservatives, they're threatening to actually call for a vote, you know, a motion to vacate, which would mean that they would actually try to vote. Because remember, that was part of the whole deal when they negotiated to allow McCarthy to become the speaker. It, it just takes like one vote to vacate, one vote basically to call a, a, a vote to remove McCarthy from his position to speak. Not that anybody else wants it. Nobody else wants to be the speaker. That's the irony here. But either way, it's the typical, I like McCarthy. I think Kevin McCarthy has done a lot of good things. I've said that. But McCarthy is out there saying, listen, how can you not vote to fund the, the the DOD, Defense Department, the military. How can a, a Republican not support the military? So he's trying to spin it that way, which I think is a little bit of a, of a low-rent, ugly tactic uh, to, to claim that the conservatives are the ones who don't support the military when clearly they do. They just don't want funding to Ukraine, and they want to cut down a little bit <clears throat> and have some oversight. But then McCarthy's saying, government shut down, that's going to help the Democrats. And and they're always playing into this narrative where what's going to happen is if there is a government, there should be a government shutdown. Number one, because when the government shuts down, everything that you need to operate still operates. So the whole thing is really just smoke and mirrors. And and, and number two, they're wasting trillions of dollars. They're still post, they're still spending post-COVID spending levels, which is, it, it's obscene. It is just sickening how much money they're spending. And they've got to cut it. They've got to slash it. Remember, Moody's, are, the, the, the U.S. credit rating was actually downgraded because we're borrowing too much and spending too much. It's out of control. It is completely out of control. So they have to do this. But then what happens is if they do it, of course, the media then goes and makes a big deal out of it. The media demonizes the Republicans and accuses the Republicans of wanting to hurt seniors and hurt 
the, the innocent women and children and, and these Republicans are these monsters who are shutting down the government. How could you shut down the government? They make it like the shutting down the government is the worst thing. I remember the government shut down for like 30 something days under Trump. Trump got blamed, of course. Trump was trying to get funding to build a wall and nothing happened. Nothing. Nobody even noticed. Nobody knows the government is shut down except for like the Parks Department. The FBI still runs. The I, I think the IRS actually still runs. You still get audited if the government shuts down. So how's that for ironic? So anyway, shut it down. Yes, you're going to get bad coverage, but you always get bad press. So it's like, what are they saying, Kevin McCarthy? They're saying, listen, we don't want the media to say all these nasty things about us because that's bad. You know, they have an, a, a lofty reason because that's bad for our poll numbers. We want to get reelected. That's going to hurt us in getting reelected. As though, like, the media is so friendly to you and so positive about you the rest of the time when you're not shutting down the government. So that's what they're saying. They're saying we're not going to do the right thing. We're going to let spending stay at record high, obscene levels, trillions and trillions of dollars. We're going to keep borrowing, keep spending. The national debt just hit $33 trillion, okay, for the first time ever. So yet another record shattered. Congratulations, pop the champagne. Shut it down, shut down the government. They're not going to do it. They're going to, you know, the media is going to going to scare everybody and the Republicans and like McCarthy are going to scare everybody. And like I said, then the Republicans are going to say, sorry, we have no choice. We had to join up with the Democrats and pass this uh, bill, which is going to add to inflation, keep records, keep spending at out of control levels, trillions and trillions of dollars and keep the deficit high and the national debt uh, growing and growing just out of control, like like this massive, massive fungus. That's going to do it for today. And we will see you next time.